Hello, this is Combat, this is Connor, and this is episode 83. My guest today is Helena Aksamit. Helena is initially from Montenegro slash Poland and is currently living as an expat here in Vietnam. Helen, how are you? Hi, well, you again forgot so many things. What did I forget? <laughs> I got Montenegro and Poland. But I'm happy, Hungry, look, I'm happy you learned my name. <laughs> yeah, so, off by heart. Was, so, that, that was the bit that was kind of the most nervous for, shall we say? I knew. Yeah. If I get examined, it's like, yes, it's good. Yeah, so good. tell me how, yeah. how, how long were you preparing? Were you practicing? <laughs> just practicing with mirror. Examined, 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 examined. No, it was just yeah. initially like I saw your name and was like, how am I pronouncing this? I didn't even ask for a while. It took me like a couple of months. I was like, oh, how did you pronounce your name? But yeah, that's the, that's the deal. Yeah, so you said um, most of the things, so I'll go with that. Um, Let's do Montenegro slash Poland. Yes. Um, so where did you grow up? Uh, well, I was, uh, I like to say that I'm living like a gypsy. Uh, we know that they love to travel and to move around. Uh, so I finished my primary school in Montenegro. And then I moved uh, for education to Serbia uh, for a high school where I started to work also during the high school. And then when I was 19, I moved to Budapest. Sweet. So that's the second part that you forgot. So my mom is Hungarian. Yeah, your dad is Polish. <laughs> yes. Nice, excellent. And uh, then uh, when I was 21 and I've decided that I don't want to dance anymore, um, I went back to Montenegro where my parents were, um, opened my ballet school there and finished the university in Montenegro. Um, yeah. Okay, I mean, there are so many twists and turns. I find yeah. it hard. It's like, okay, she moved to Budapest. It's like, for me, I had it really opposite. I moved from Holland to Manchester when I was two. I don't remember it, I was two. Yeah. And then, boom, the like, next 18 years, we were in Manchester. Then I moved to a city an hour away. Then here. So yeah. I've had a very, like, I've lived in like three places ever. Yeah, so yeah. I guess, but I guess you don't remember your first m moving, right? Oh, not at all, when no. I wasn't two. even two. I was like, one and nine months or something yeah, yeah. but yeah what's been the favorite place for you out of the lot i know that might be tricky it was all so different um i was doing different things in a way of like um, job or education uh, so they were all different and uh, i started to move around when i was 15 so i guess uh, that time when they're biggest changes in you. Uh, I was also changing the environments and the environment in the places. So um, I guess there were two different, so I could compare them. They all had good and bad sides. Yeah, I can imagine. And so then, what's it like moving at such a young age? Did you go solo to yes. school? Yeah. What's yeah. it like being, say, at that age 15, which is crazy young, and yeah. moving home? Yeah, I think it's great um, because I had um, more freedom than my friends at that time. Um, but on the other side, um, when I grew up, I got to know that my parents were pretty much 
uh, sure that I'm going to be a good girl, you know. I didn't, uh, I, I, I was a kid who was listening a lot to my parents and being just a good sure. girl, a good student, and I went because of my education. So, uh, of course, it was much easier to go out to clubs say, yeah, as a kid, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> Uh, but also on the other side, uh, my mom knew everything what's happening in my life all the time. She was a really good, f she is of course still a really good friend, uh, but uh, she did a pretty good job as becoming my friend. Um, so if I would go out every time when I would get home, I would have to call her or oh. text her at the time at home, you know. Uh, so. Okay. Uh, she had a trust, but it was based on um, a trust that you give also a lot, you know? Yeah, sure. Uh, so it was fun because I get to learn how to live by myself. Mm -hmm. You're okay? Yeah, I'm just like, my eyes are sweating. And yeah. yeah, so it's like, so you know, you, you know when it's uncomfortable when your eyes are sweating? Your so eyes like, are sweating? Yeah, yeah, like the bit around my eyes. Yeah, oh, so like okay. my forehead's sweating, it's like coming down and uh, <laughs> in, in, a, in a disclaimer that you don't know about me and I will announce it to my audience. Are you sure you're not crying or something? <laughs> this end is making me emotional. <laughs> We're 10 minutes in. Yeah. Well, wait till we move on. But um, yeah, because I did uh, laser eye surgery, which I've not yeah, mentioned. I'm yeah, not I know. Yeah, so we, we haven't mentioned that we are flatmates, so we yeah, know we pretty yeah. much a lot. Yeah, we should have really. I should have disclosed that from the outset. Really. Yeah, should have been like, this is my roommate special. Yeah, Just edit the start now. Like, yeah, well, you'll stuff. have that in the future because we're going to do together with our. No, I shouldn't. We say are, that. we are, but uh, yeah, not. We're not going to mention the number. Mm. Iconic mm. number. No, no, I just wanted to say that we're going ah, to do yeah. one with okay, all uh, of us. Yes, that's true. We're doing that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and that might be coming soon. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I've actually set a deadline for that. <laughs> yeah, which I will tell you later. Yes. But yeah, um, yeah. As a result of the laser eye, the sweat's coming in, and I'm trying to get it out of my eyes. So <laughs> it's uncomfortable. So when you're answering, I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah well, I didn't yeah. know. Should I ignore? Should I keep <laughs> ignoring? That you're like. Yeah, he's okay. I'm okay. okay. <laughs> trying to wipe down my sweat now. Yeah. Oh, later. Well, cheers. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, this is a cool view. Yeah. Yeah. Even better when you have laser eye. So if you are listening, and you can see, <laughs> and you've not had, and you've not had laser eye, get laser eye. That is the thing. Yeah. Let's talk ballet. So when did you start ballet? Uh, I started when I was six or seven. Oh shit! Young age. Yes, and we had only uh, one school in the whole country with few teachers who were basically, well, not, they, they, they are adorable, very good uh, people, and I love them a lot, but when it comes to education, it's pretty, it's not the best. You know, so uh, when when my mom realized that I like it a lot, she started to push me. So we went to other countries uh, on checkups. Um, we even brought in some teachers, good teachers from the side. So my, you know, my parents put a lot in my education when it comes to that. Mm, okay. From my early age, yeah. but all, but I have to say that um, education is really important. So I I feel that um, very when you live in a country that doesn't have that well education of, in a field that you're interested in, that's already 
disadvantage that you have as a grown-up and you meet someone who had pre-pre-pre-good education from the beginning. Okay, sure. So, um, thankfully, uh, I am... Um, I could keep up always, you know. I, uh, I, I would say that my talent was always helping me, you know. Sure. But I wish I, I would have born in, I don't know, in uh, Austria oh, or okay, you yeah. know somewhere where it's promoted or yeah. celebrated more. Yeah. Right. Okay. I see. What level did you dance to? So I started to work for a national uh, theater when I was fifteen. And I kept doing that until I was 21. Sweet, okay. Not just in national theatres, but also in private theatres. So I was um, professionally in it, but uh, I stopped in the beginning, I, I can say that. You okay. know, I, 21 is still really like too early. When you stop at that age, that's because you decide that that's not going to be your career mm. you know so yeah. that's where you start yeah yeah okay yeah. so you stopped it then what is it about ballet from the start that you were drawn to oh that's 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 actually the whole point um that's a very good question so my parents are musicians and i grew up in a musical school and music is my biggest love in my life that's something that helps me all the time you know like that's my place um, but I was an active kid who didn't like to sit in one place and to practice any instrument right okay so my way of showing that love was always dancing and moving you know yeah sure so basically it was always the music if i wouldn't like the song that we are dancing on it it i wasn't motivated as the same as if i would like the song okay cool so then can you see yourself going back to ballet in the future um it so i started to teach pretty early when i was 19 and i did even that very professionally so um, I kept doing that and I think um, um, in some point I would like to go back to everything uh, in a way of like having my own theater or a group of dancers. Mm. Um, yes, but as me dancing, no. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's the way. Okay, we've covered ballet. Let's talk about expat life. You went to China before you came here, right? Yes, yeah. so um, at the end of my university, I applied for um, exchange student program. Um, they were sending students to China, to Beijing. Um, I applied and I got it because I was the only one who applied from the whole university. Um, so that was a pretty big sign for me that it's time to leave the school that I was doing, the life that I was living in Montenegro and um, give myself a new start. Uh, it seems like that's the part of my life that I really like. It always comes after a while, like yeah. three, four years, and then I get a need of a new start, new country, a new, new cycle. Yeah. yeah, sweet. So you spent three years in China. I spent two years in China. Two years in China, called uh, Shenzhen. 
I was in Beijing for a year and a half, and then I moved to Shenzhen. How do the two cities differ? Is Beijing? This is from someone who's never been. Yeah. Is Beijing huge and vast and hard to get around? Is Shenzhen more close knit? How do they differ? <clears throat> They're huge. They're both huge.、Um, oh shit!、Sure, okay. Yeah. So we are talking about thirteen, twenty million. Okay. People in one city. <laughs> Beijing is bigger than my country where I went from. I mean, to Beijing. You know? Yeah, yeah.、Um, so it was a huge difference, and that's why I needed back then.、Um, they are really different, Beijing and Shenzhen, when it comes to architecture, when it comes to lifestyle, when it comes to.、Um, A lot of other things, yeah, almost、sure. everything. Which one did you enjoy more? Well, I was in Shenzhen only for six months, but I moved to Shenzhen because I liked it more than Beijing.、Mm, what was it about Shenzhen?、Um, well, different things. First, it's、uh, it has more green parts. Um, yeah, it has more nature. That's a fact. Yeah, the weather is much.、Uh, so the winter is hot. Summer is raining season, so it's the same as Ho Chi Minh City where we now. Yeah, sure.、Um, while Beijing is really, really cold winters, really cold winters.、Um, I don't know. Then、um, Shenzhen has, I guess, a little bit cleaner air than. The pollution in Be- in Beijing. Yeah, sure. That's actually the first time I saw masks. This I came here pre-corona.、Oh. Everyone was wearing all the masks. I was like, why is everyone wearing a mask? Because this was when a time in the world that was unusual.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm thinking, why is everyone wearing the mask? And then like it struck me. As soon as I got on a bike, I was like, ah,、oh, yeah, pollution. Yeah, yeah. That's brutal. That's I couldn't feel it,、uh, but the, I mean. When you look at the sky and everything is grey around you, it affects a lot on your everyday life. Yeah, you know, course,、yeah. um, I remember one day when we saw blue sky in Beijing, like everyone on the street was standing and taking pictures, Chinese,、mm. us foreigners. So you know, it's not nice to live in a city that it's so grey all the time. No, I'm aware of it. Yeah, Manchester, UK is a little bit grey. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit where I'm from. But、yeah. so then, how did you leave China and come to Vietnam? How did that all come about? I, I came on a ten days trip. Yeah. And、uh, it was just the day when they announced that something is happening in China and there are ten cases of something. So by the end of those ten days、uh, of the trip,、uh, I knew that I can't go back to China. So I stayed here, trying to figure it out: Will I be able to go back in China? To China.、Yeah. Then the thing happened in Europe. So I just stayed stayed in Vietnam, and you know. What was that like then? Going to a place that you're so unfamiliar with, that you're supposed to just for ten days, and it's like, yeah, you're stuck here now.、Whoop. Yeah. What was that like? It was pretty tough, but、um, yeah. I think that's plus the pandemic. You know, I、yeah. think we all have, we all share the same、um, experience from last year. It affected all of us, so I don't even want to talk about how bad it was because I. 
feel that we all are or have lived that yeah. and we need to hear a little bit some more positive thoughts than if I start <laughs> yeah that's know. a fair point so then <laughs> what do you like about Vietnam? Uh, well definitely it's more it, 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 ha- it gives the feeling of, of freedom comparing to China um, and I would say that's it that's it <laughs> You like that but it's free, fair enough. I like the food. I like the. I, I like the, the food, of course. The food is pretty good. I like the scenery. I like that. Um, uh, it's easy to travel. I like the fact that you have a feeling of like living in a countryside all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a lot of nature. But unfortunately, I feel that Vietnam is still not capable of taking care of that nature. So instead of enjoying in most of that, um, you try to avoid the rats on the streets, you know. Yeah. So I miss a little bit of... Maybe it's also the fact that I stayed in Ho Chi Minh for a longer time. And Ho Chi Minh is this bigger (coughs) city which is still a little bit... Gives a feeling of a country of a countryside. Right, you know? I see. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. That's why a, me- a trip to the Mekong Delta yeah. for me is yeah. heaven. Yeah. I wish. I wish that uh, this stuck in period of my life, I have like spent more in travelings inside of the country because we were able in Vietnam yeah. to live so freely, but. Yeah. Um, I don't know, that constant fear of uh, will they text you that the schools are closed, that there is no work anymore, you know, like you choose to stay at home and to put aside or to not spend that much money, you know, so at at least that's how I've chosen. But at the end, you know, that money is gone. So it's way better to spend it on trips than staying in the city and drinking or whatever you'll do if you stay you know yeah i always thought that well when pubs were open i used to do a rule where it'd be party one weekend uh go away the next party one yeah that would, that kept me going december january yeah. yeah i'm pretty sure when we get back to normal then i'll do the same yeah for real party weekend away yeah. weekend away we were actually planning to do some we were we're going for call yeah. <laughs> we're going nowhere no we could well, do we could do hopefully soon we can do something i think maybe july and i think it's time to get uh for your listeners to hear that actually connor is sleeping all the time <laughs> uh so when we did the only trip to a city next to our city, Connor overslept the whole trip. So, oh boy. so I like sleeping, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, hope the next way. time you'll be with us. Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> I don't even know where we go. Do we go to Dalat? Do we go to. Oh, I wish Dalat. Yeah, Dalat. let's do yeah. Dalat. <laughs> we'll do that. I don't know. Okay, sweet. So, um,. I think what really we need more to cover coming towards the end of the conversation the question I usually ask people is what are your aims for the future this could be personally professionally any country you want to live in what are your aims for the future uh, I I would just say 
I don't know. I would just say to maybe be satisfied in some point of your life. <laughs> it seems like um, I'm still not there. Mm. To be completely satisfied with, with uh, what I've done. So I hope that uh, I will get to know what's that which is going to get me the feeling of being satisfied. Okay. Yeah? Uh, any final thoughts? You are going to come back on comeback, but yeah. before we leave, any final thoughts? Anything you want to add? You do not have to. You can just say that your roommate is the best roommate in the entire of Saigon and leave it there. That's what you could say. <laughs> Uh, that's what I could say. <laughs> you could. You could say how privileged you've been since January. <laughs> yeah, well... Um, I mean, Mo, obviously, just to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think uh, let's just uh, uh, use this day to come up with some good activity that we can do, the three of us, on a... On a I've already got some notes. Let's, let's do some <laughs> questions, you know, like... Okay, we'll talk more about this off yeah. Air, but yeah. Bear in mind, like, I ask the questions. <laughs> well, <laughs> will yeah. I be answering any? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know. We'll, I'll chat to you more, like, whether we do a QA, whether I get to be, yeah. be grilled by you, yeah. see if you hijack the pod. But yeah, uh, Helen, thanks very much for uh, doing this. It's been thank very you, good. Thank you. Thank you for. Um, so, actually, I want to go back to something uh, shortly. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. Okay. <laughs> yes. Let me just go up there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I appreciate, you know, I'm that person who hates even taking pictures of myself or something. But I at see. the end, you really appreciate to have some memory that's written there, you know, yeah. in a way of like uh, even a podcast. <laughs> I know what you say. So yeah. uh, thank you for uh, making this happen. And uh, in 20, 30 years, when we listen to an opinion from someone who is in lockdown for, for this long and this no pandemic years, <laughs> thing, I think it's going to be pretty interesting because I'm pretty sure we are going to forget everything soon after we get back to normal. Yeah, that does seem to be how it goes. You almost can't imagine life. For example, two years ago, if you just said the whole world is going to have to wear a mask when they go out at some point, you need to have a vaccination and you have to stay in your house. Everyone would have thought obviously not the world would never you know get used to that oh yeah, yeah and most of your events will be on zoom call which is basically skype yeah like, no of course that's not going to happen but that has literally yeah. happened and we're, we're used to it now it will and feel the weird biggest yeah. biggest thing biggest change for all of us is that you you can't go out from your country you know yeah. like you have actual borders like yeah you can't go home you know like yeah, although two people I've just met in the lift coming up here are going home. Soon come out with the suitcases, and I'm like, how are you coming back? They're like, yeah, we're coming back, but three weeks quarantine in a hot in a hotel, not hospital, yeah. and one week quarantine here. Yeah. So that's it, you can't go yeah. home without having a But you can't feel. even think ahead, because you don't know what's going to happen at that moment. Everything is changing quickly, you know? Yeah. So basically, you can't even plan how is it going to be months when you want to come back. That's true, but what we will do, you will come back soon. I will, I will. And yeah, let's wrap this up. Thanks again, and yeah, all the best. Bye.